Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for Today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode as we continue with the last part of the three-part series about how to find peace. I truly hope that this message, this series is blessing you in a mighty way. Hey, if this is your first time listening, make sure you head back and listen to part one and part two. It's really important that you do that. Thank you so much for tuning in and let's jump right in. So for those who don't recall, this podcast series is about how to find peace with so many things going on in the world, chaotic circumstances, trials, tribulation, loss of family members. There's so much going on in the world, loss of jobs. We need to be able to find peace and we can find peace in Jesus Christ. We can find peace in the word of God. So it's really important to share this message. I was needing this message personally in my life right now. If you listen to part one, you'll find out what's going on in our lives. But Finding peace and comfort in the word of God is so important. And so I will be teaching out of Philippians chapter four, verses four through nine. And as a quick recap of the first few verses, I'm going to be reading out of the New Living Translations. And here we go with verse four and five. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. And I love that part. Once again, a recap about being considerate. People need to see Christ in you, the hope and glory. And so continuing on with verse six, the first portion of that was do not worry about anything. And that's key. Don't worry about anything. But of course, it continues on saying instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. So you turn the focus off yourself, you focus on prayer, and you focus on the Lord. And remember, Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Focus on the Lord and the kingdom of God. Turn your focus on that, lay everything at his feet, and you go from there. And verse 7 read, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. And as you'll learn, or as you've already learned in part two, I talk about Jesus falling asleep on the boat. That is definitely in the middle of a storm. That is truly peace that surpasses all understanding, because how in the world could anybody fall asleep on a boat that's rocking and filling with water but Jesus? Amen. Okay, so continuing on, we're going to do verses eight and nine, the final two verses of Philippians four, the passage that I'm doing is verses eight and nine, truly powerful and give us the perfect picture of how to have peace in our lives today. So here they are. I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable, and right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent, worthy of praise. And I'll stop right there for a second. And so when you think about just verse 8, the first thing that comes to mind 
is thinking about the kingdom of God, right? What is true? Jesus Christ. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. What's honorable? Living a Christ-like life. What is right? Living a Christ-like life. What is pure? Jesus Christ. And lovely? The kingdom of God. And admirable? The kingdom of God, right? So it all falls right in together. You don't lose sight of Jesus Christ. You don't lose sight of the Heavenly Father. You don't lose sight of the fact that when Jesus died, rose from the grave, defeated death, went to be with the Father, that the Holy Spirit came into man when he asked Jesus Christ into his life. When you remember those things, you start focusing on the beauty of salvation. And what ends up happening is whatever you're going through, Yes, it's still tough, but you have more peace. And verse 9 says, Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. I love it. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. And I'll stop right there before I read the last little portion of verse 9, which wraps up this series. So right there, It's instruction for us, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. The Apostle Paul was writing to the churches. He was writing to the churches in Philippi in this one. He wrote to the churches in Corinth, all these different locations, Galatia, right? You can tap into these and learn how to live a Christ-like life. He instructs you right there when he's telling the church in Philippi, keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Well, Steve, it says to the church in Philippi for them to do that. It's like, yeah, but we can do the same thing because we can glean from all of the Apostle Paul's teachings in the word of God. It's perfect right there. That shows me I need to dig into the word of God, dig into the Pauline teachings where he talks to the churches, tells them how to act, tells them how to live a Christ-like life and so forth. So the best way to expand these verses is to look at one of my favorite life passages from the Apostle Paul, and that's Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. And I love pointing people in this direction because if people say, Steve, I want to live a Christ-like life, how do I do it? Point them to this. I mean, point them to all the words in red. Many of you have Bibles where the words of Jesus are in red, but you can also point them to chapters like Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 through 17, which I'm going to go through right now, which truly expands on the teaching that I'm doing. So here we go. And I'll be reading through these verses and then I'll say a few things and so forth. But you're going to get the idea, folks. I want to encourage you to grab your knife and fork and start digging into the word of God. Eat the meat. There's so many things you can learn from this. You turn off the TV, turn off the head noise, and turn on the word of God. And so Colossians chapter 3, starting with verse 1, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. And I just finished telling you that about focusing on what's beautiful, what's lovely, what's honorable. Okay, so now picture Christ seated at the right hand of the Father. Now we continue on. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. This is exactly what I just finished saying about turn off the head noise. Verse 3, for you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. 
And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. Love it. Isn't that beautiful? I'll repeat three and four again. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. That means you stay focused on Jesus Christ. You stay focused on walking the kingdom walk, the kingdom path that he has you on. When that day comes, you will be able to share in that glory. Continuing on with verse 5. This is important. Folks, I'm telling you, follow these instructions and you will live a Christ-like life. So put to death the sinful, earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world, but now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Boom. I'm going to stop it right there. That just gave you a list of don'ts. As a follower of Jesus Christ, as a Christian, as a true Christian, you need to meditate on verses 5 through 9 to make sure you're aligning with what he's saying not to do. Don't be greedy. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. The things that the world offers. Don't believe me? Turn on music videos in these day and age where our kids are listening and watching the music videos alone just have every single thing I just listed off. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. It's all right there. We're being brainwashed when we turn that TV on. And, I mean, commercials, you name it. You folks know what I'm talking about. You might see a series. You start watching the series. It starts off great. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all hell breaks loose. And everything under the sun goes. It's crazy. So keep that in mind. You stay focused on that. Because like it said, because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. When we were sinners, right? We're sinners until Christ came into our life. We used to do these things. It's what it says right there in verse 7. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. But now is the time to get rid. What do you get rid of? You get rid of anger, you get rid of rage, you get rid of malicious behavior, slander and dirty language. I'm telling you guys, you've got to get rid of it all out of your life because people are looking and watching you. It's more important that you do it for others. The same way Paul says he will make a sacrifice to bring someone else to Christ. If it means he doesn't eat meat, he won't eat meat to make sure he doesn't hinder somebody's call, somebody's walk, somebody's stepping in to follow Jesus Christ. So you have to make a sacrifice. So you have to say, I'm not going to slander. I'm not going to use foul language because I want to represent Jesus Christ. Because I'm telling you folks, many of you know this already, there's people out there just waiting for you to start swearing. You drop the F-bomb a couple times, they're going to say, aha, you're not a Christian, you're a hypocrite. Because the word says in Colossians 3 that you're not supposed to do those things. And then you're standing there looking silly. Right? 
represent. Trust me, I'm doing the same thing. My focus is to represent daily. There's not some switch that you flip and all of a sudden, poof, you're a saint. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is just like Paul says, crucify yourself daily. Live for Christ daily. Every time you get up in the morning, Lord, help me to be better than what I was yesterday. Or like my dad says, thank you for another day, another day to get it right. Amen. So now that we went through the don'ts and the last part of that verse nine was don't lie to each other for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Verse 10 brings some light to things now. So here we go. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. Amen. Becoming like the heavenly father. Remember, becoming Christ-like, right? Put on your new nature, Christ, and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. Jesus said, when you see me, you see the father. I'm in him and he is in me. So when you look at Jesus, you're looking at the heavenly father, separate, but one God, three persons. But the bottom line is you want to have a godly nature. Verse 11, in this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. Amen. Verse 12, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with, here we go. And you can relate to some of these because it reminds you of the fruit of the spirit. Because remember, once you have Christ in your life, you have the Holy Spirit living within you. The guide, the guide, the guide, the comforter. So here it goes. You must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So picture putting on a coat and you put that coat on and people see that you wearing that coat and it's tenderhearted mercy coming out of it. It's kindness. It's humility, it's gentleness, it's patience. People will want to be around you the same way they want to be around Jesus. I'm not saying you're Jesus. I'm not doing any blasphemy or anything like that. What I'm saying is you put on tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. People are going to want to gravitate to you and want to know who you are, what you're all about. Why are you so chipper? What is it about you that's different about everybody else? You're not negative. You're walking on a cloud. You know what I mean? There's turmoil and chaos going on, but for some reason, this Barb Lewis character, she's just floating on the clouds and she's loving on everybody and she's smiling and she's taking the time out for the needy, taking the time out for the elderly. I want to be around someone like her because the world is so negative. That's what it's about. Verse 11, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. That is really important. It doesn't mean you just say, hey, you can keep on robbing the bank. No, but it's talking about faults. You know, everybody doesn't measure up just right, but that's okay. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. If someone offends you, you have to forgive them. Remember, we talked about the Lord's Prayer before. Forgive those who trespass against me, you know. Hey, Lord, I'm praying right now the Lord's Prayer. And I'm saying, forgive me the same way I forgive others. 
Well, it says right here, forgive anyone who offends you. If you're not forgiving anyone who offends you, our Heavenly Father will not forgive you. Keep that in mind. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Powerful verse. Everybody needs to remember that as followers of Jesus Christ. You truly need to remember that line because it's so easy to get on our high horses and point the finger at everybody. Verse 14, above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Amen. And remember, the Apostle Paul's writing this to the churches. He's not writing this to unbelievers. He's talking about the body of Christ. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. What does that look like? Does that mean you stay in an abusive situation? No. But what it does mean, you love them enough to walk away and not be a jerk about it. You know, we've all had to do that at times. Sometimes you have to walk away from a relationship. I'm not talking about marriage. I'm talking about it could be brothers and sisters in Christ going to the same church. There may be a situation that comes up that you don't agree with. You address it. If things don't change, sometimes you have to walk away in love. You don't walk away in slander and go through and slander about the body of Christ. But sometimes you just have to walk away, get in the word, pray about finding a place you can go to and be ministered to. But above all, clothe yourselves with love. Because remember, love is key. The two greatest commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And the second is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself, which means you need to love yourself as well. Continuing on with verse 15. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Amen. Always be thankful. Very important. Always be thankful for what God has done for us. Truly, truly be thankful. Remember, he saved us from eternity in hell by sending Jesus down. John 3:16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the, to the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. So remember that. Keep that in mind. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Remember all those things. And let the message, verse 16, let them once again, let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Amen. Isn't that powerful, folks? I mean, that right there, it just makes you say, you know what, that, those passages right there, I love reading them because it puts everything in check. There's no questions. It tells you flat out what not to do. It tells you what to do. Love. Follow Christ. Put on the new, you're putting on that coat that shows love and peace, right? It's like the fruit of the Spirit. 
the fruit of the spirit being exposed to the point where people want to grab from that tree and eat and taste and see that the Lord is good. You know what I mean? You show them the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the faithfulness, the gentleness, and the self-control. People see that, and they see hope. You want to find hope? Get around spirit-filled individuals who love the Lord, and they just radiate with the love of God. They're not showboating. They're not a, all this and that and a bag of tricks and a bag of chips. They're just full of love for their neighbor. That's what it's all about. So I'm going to go ahead and read the last portion of Philippians 4 verse 9, which wraps up this series. Whatever you, and I'm, this was part of what I already said, but I'm wrapping it up with the entire verse, verse 9. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. So when you do all these things, the God of peace will be with you. You want to find peace? You go through Philippians 4, verses 4 through 9. I'll read them all again as I wrap this up. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. Want to know how to find peace? Get in the word. You want to know how to find peace? Look to Jesus. You want to know how to find peace? Pray. You want to know how to find peace? Get in the word. Pray seek his face, you'll find peace. Lay whatever it is going on in your lives at his feet and watch what he does with it. Amen. Get around Christ-filled, Holy Spirit-filled individuals who aren't for show, but who are for love, who are a reflection of Jesus Christ. Not that they act like they're all that in a bag of chips, that they act unselfishly to show you the love of Christ right where you're at in the time of need. Amen? Hey, folks, I really hope you enjoyed this series. It's really helped me a lot. I'm going to go back through and play them all and just listen to them because in the times that we're in and what our family just went through, as I shared in part one, losing a loved one is rough. And of course, two days ago, it was the anniversary of my mom's passing. She had passed away four years ago, as some of you already know. And so just going through those things, remembering to have peace, knowing where she's at. She's with the Lord. Having the peace of knowing that makes such a big difference. It doesn't take the pain away of missing her, but it does help with the process. So with that being said, let's go ahead and pray.
So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for the opportunity to share this message, to share this series on how to find hope. Thank you because it's helped me by doing it and getting in your word. But I pray for all those out there hurting and suffering right now because there are many out there who are hurting and suffering. But I also pray for warriors to rise up and be that Christ-like vessel to be able to shine the love of Jesus Christ on these individuals, people who can come alongside them and be who you call them to be in a time of need. So, Lord, I just pray for peace, for comfort, for all those hurting all those who've experienced loss, all those who've experienced pain. Just pray for peace for all of them. I ask you just bless all my listeners all around the world. I thank you for all of them, from Singapore all the way to Canada and everywhere in between. And I just thank you for all these things. And I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Thank you all for being in my life. I truly appreciate all of you. Let's get connected. If you're on Facebook, head over to Relevance for Today Family. Request to join the group. You can find my own personal page, Stephen Lewis. Just look me up. Should be a picture of me with my headsets on and a microphone get connected. I'm on Instagram as Relevance for Today. Also, if you're a YouTube user, just look up Stephen Lewis Relevance for Today and you should be able to find me. I've got over 500 videos there or kingdomcommunity.tv and just go to the shows and look up Stephen Lewis. But I don't want you just to get on the kingdomcommunity.tv just to watch my TV shows. I want to encourage you to watch others as well because there's many amazing shows out there, great teachings, ministers, ministries, powerful stuff. So with that being said, I love you all. I appreciate all of you. Don't do this thing alone. Don't do life alone. Get Jesus Christ in your life. With that being said, take care of yourselves. Love you once again. Can't tell you that enough. Love you, love you, love you. Thanks for tuning in from all around the world. Have a good one. I look forward to hear from you. Peace.